Good morning, everybody. We've got a higher to sharply higher trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures up six at 6.05 and a half. March soybeans up 12 and three quarters at 13.74. March Chicago wheat up 11 and three quarters at 7.80 and a half. March Kansas City wheat up 13 cents at 7.85 and three quarters. March spring wheat up 18 cents at 9.25. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, hit that subscribe button. Help me to grow this channel. Like these videos. All of those things will help YouTube to uh, spread these videos out. If you need some more additional assistance from me, guys, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. Check out my subscription service. I I send a ton of information out to my subscribers every single business day. Uh, My morning email goes out at about 6.20 a.m. every business day, and that includes every overnight headline you need to be aware of, all my grain marketing recommendations, any relevant weather news. I also send out subscriber-only videos. Yesterday, I went through the corn acreage situation. Uh, I believe that the acreage situation, the acreage mix in the U.S. uh, in 2022 is one of the biggest wild cards out there. We just don't have a clue how many corn acres we're going to plant. We don't have a clue how many soybean acres we're going to plant. So I went through a number of different scenarios, you know, some of the low ball uh, corn acreage estimates, some of the the higher corn acreage estimates, and and what they would mean for corn prices. And I tried to lay that out as as well as I could. I'm going to do another video uh, on soybeans with the same kind of idea here today. So if you're interested in this sort of stuff, guys, give that subscription deal a shot. Uh, It's a monthly deal. Cancel it at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. The White House has warned that Russia could launch an attack on Ukraine at any point. Uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki called the situation extremely dangerous. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has uh, called on Russia to take a diplomatic and peaceful path as fears mount. Now, Russia, of course, says that it has no plans to invade, uh, but tensions at the border remain very high. We've got an estimated 100,000 Russian troops that have been deployed near the Ukraine border. Yesterday, it was reported that Britain was sending assistance to Ukraine. Um, So this conflict or, or the potential for conflict appears a little bit more likely here. Now, Russia, of course, even this morning was out with some uh, news from their deputy foreign minister saying that the U.S. should not be concerned. They're calling these military drills. He also said that uh, he does not believe there will be a military conflict in Europe. But uh, a lot of indications here that some sort of conflict could take place. Uh, Again, why do we care about this? Well, the Black Sea is is a huge export hub for wheat and wheat in particular. USDA projects that Russia and Ukraine will account for nearly 29% of all global wheat exports this year. Ukraine's projected to account for about 16% of all global corn exports. So if you have any sort of disruption to export activity uh, in the Black Sea region, that's something that is very friendly, uh, the wheat market and potentially the corn market also. And that may be part of the reason why we saw this uh, sharp rally in the wheat yesterday. We saw the the rally back late in the corn yesterday, and we've got some more follow through here this morning. The other thing that should be noted in regard to wheat is that U.S. wheat has become a little bit more competitive here. You know, we've had a big, nasty slide in prices in the U.S. uh, market since we peaked back in November. And that's made uh, U.S. wheat a little bit more competitive. So you've got some friendly stuff going on here. But this uh, this Russian Ukraine deal uh, may be the biggest issue here today. 
U.S. soybean crushing's record high in December. ANOPA, that's the National Oilseed Processors Association, released uh, monthly crush data for December yesterday. NOPA members crushed a whopping 186.4 million bushels of beans in December. That is the best for any month on record. That print eclipses the previous record of 185.3 from October of 2020. Uh, the number was slightly above trade expectations. USDA is projecting a record soybean crush this year. So uh, this number in itself is not really a surprise. And actually, we need to see continued strength in soybean crush if we're going to hit those targets. Uh, USDA says or is projecting that U.S. processors will crush 2.19 billion bushels of beans this year. Uh, that, again, would be the best on record if realized. Crush margins in the U.S. are fantastic. They've got all the incentive in the world to continue uh, crushing soybeans uh, here domestically at a very uh, quick pace. More more rain is headed for Argentina. Key uh, corn and soybean areas there saw rain over the weekend and into the early part of this week. Um, they're going to see some more rain here over the next seven days. So uh, Argentina is certainly looking better. Now, in regard to Brazil, you've got your problem areas of the south. Uh, Paraguay is also a problem. And those areas are not going to see nearly as much rainfall or relief. Um, some scattered rains in south Brazil, really not much at all for Paraguay. So you've got some some different things going on in Brazil. But in general, I think that analysts still uh, working with the idea that we're going to have a, a much lower than expected Brazilian soybean crop. Um, Argentina could be a toss up here given this rain event. This could change the situation, uh, certainly. So you've got some some kind of a mixed bag of items in regard to South American weather. Uh, export inspections improved last week. Inspections, of course, are our best gauge of shipments. USDA reported 1.72 million metric tons of beans inspected for export. That was up sharply from uh, the week prior, still below last year. Corn inspections good at 1.2. Uh, wheat inspections improved on the week, 369,000. We're still way behind last year across the board for all three crops. Uh, corn inspections for the marketing year accumulated are down 13% versus last year. Soybean inspections down 20 23% wheat inspections down 18%. Um, so we've got uh, some issues here, certainly. A lot of this dates back to the hurricane and uh, that that really disrupted export activity or shipments out of the U.S. Gulf back in September and really through a good chunk of October. We did have some flash sales yesterday. Uh, nothing super impressive here. 239,000 uh, metric tons of beans to Mexico for the current marketing year. Uh, this uh, sale of grain sorghum is interesting. 126,000 uh, to an unknown destination for the current marketing year. It'd certainly be a big positive if uh, China uh, came back to the market for uh, U.S. grain sorghum. That would be a big deal potentially. The cattle market finished lower uh, in the futures yesterday. There was some light cash cattle trade reported uh, 136 to 137. I believe the boxes were up one to two. Cattle slaughter improved a little bit yesterday, uh, 117,000, and that's where we really need to see some improvement. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is a little bit lower. Uh, the stock market's higher. The S&P's up 11. The Dow Jones is up 70. We've got the bonds down. Uh, gold and silver mixed. Crude oil is up 71 cents in the March WTI at 85.56. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.